Welcome to Last First Date Radio, featuring interviews with experts in dating, relating, and mating in midlife. And now, here's your host, Sandy Weiner. This is episode number 412 with Aurit Krug, Healing Past Trauma to Create Your Best Relationship. Hi, everybody. I'm Sandy Weiner, and welcome to Last First Date Radio, where we believe it is never too late for love and that a woman of value naturally attracts the respect and rewards she deserves in life and love. Speaking of woman of value, did you know that my new book, Becoming a Woman of Value, How to Thrive in Life and in Love, is available on Amazon? It's available now in Kindle and paperback, so go get your copy when you're done listening to this episode. This week's tip on becoming a woman of value is let go of toxic people. We tend to hang on to those people and think somehow we're going to change them. I I spent many, many years doing that. And so the more we can recognize that somebody is not going to change and that they are draining the life out of us, the more we can move on to really having energized, good, positive relationships in our lives. So my challenge for you this week is to look and see where in your life you're holding on to these toxic people. Maybe you're doing it because you're afraid to let them go or you're being nice and you're not really speaking up. So don't be afraid to just kind of let these people either let them fade away or really say something, you know, speak up and be bold. It is going to help you in the long run. Before I bring Orit on, I just want to give a shout out to my Facebook group, Your Last First Date. It is, it's like my child. I love it. We are over 3,000 women strong and it is a highly monitored group. So unlike many groups for singles and people over 40 who are in relationship, we do not allow just anybody to post things that are negative and, and um, critical and unkind. We, we monitor every single post that comes into the group and we have very strict guidelines. So if you're looking for a place to grow, to be positive, to grow your skills as, you know, in relationship, come and join us at your last first date. And now for our guest, Orit Krug. She is a board-certified dance and movement therapist with over a decade of experience working with over 5,000 clients. She has led thousands of therapy sessions helping women heal from trauma and enjoy healthy, lifelong relationships. She has a very popular online program called Wired for Love, and there's going to be a free giveaway at the end to help you put it all together. She has helped thousands of people break free from unhealthy relationship cycles and experience positive transformations in their love lives. Welcome to the show, Orit. Thank you, Sandy. So excited to be here. It's so interesting that it just so happened that the tip of the day is about letting go of toxic because I didn't even realize that we were connected here. I just kind of randomly, these are all tips from my book. And this happens to be one of the steps to becoming a woman of value is to let go of those toxic people. So yeah, people who are Breaking free from those unhealthy relationships is so important. Can you share a little bit about how you got into this work, how you healed your own past trauma to to have the love that you have today? Because you shared with me that you have you're married. Uh, so yeah, tell us tell us how you got there. 
Yeah. Um, so yeah, my passion right now and what I do is that I help women heal from past trauma, um, especially after they've tried a lot of different types of therapies and they still feel stuck. So I help them access and release that trauma from their bodies so they can really finally leave the past in the past and enjoy a healthy, lasting, loving relationship with their partners today. And the reason why I got into this work is because um, I, I spent a good amount of my, my adult years, my teenage years being in unhealthy relationships, unhealthy romantic relationships. And about seven years ago, I met my now husband. And finally, he was this, he was so different. He was emotionally available. He was ready to, to love me and to give me love. And I was just sabotaging it left and right. And I, I had already been in three years of weekly talk therapy at that point. And I knew, I knew all the reasons why why I was sabotaging it, why I was doing, you know, why I was jealous, insecure, trying to control everything. And I knew I could, I could probably create a map of like all the things that happened in my childhood to what I was doing in my relationship with Aaron. Um, but it didn't matter that awareness just wasn't actually shifting the way I felt inside my body and my behaviors. So after almost losing him forever, um, because we, he did break up with me at one point in our relationship, I decided, all right, I, I really need to, you know, I can talk for years and years about this, but I really need to, I, I need to do something different. And it was, I had just finished my master's in dance movement therapy. So I was like, well, why not? I'm going to go be a client uh, in dance movement therapy because I know I need to involve my body and my nervous system to actually shift these behaviors that my mind keeps telling me I want to do differently. So tell us, tell us about that. How did you, how did you use that dance movement therapy to heal? Um, so I'll first say that for anyone who's new to dance movement therapy, who's never heard of it before, um, in brief, it's, you know, if you picture a regular kind of therapy session, instead of just talking about what's going on and, um, you know, talking about trauma, we actually do the work through the body. Um, and it, Basically, in, in the healing trauma, like in healing trauma, what happens is that when we experience trauma, we don't really remember it in our higher functioning verbal brain because that's the part of the brain that goes offline when we're experiencing these highly stressful events. And so it gets stored in our bodies as fragments of sensations. Um, so that's why when, you know, perhaps your partner or someone looks at you a certain way or uses a certain tone of voice, even if it's really subtle, that old trauma will get triggered. And that's like, that's the sensation that's getting triggered in your body. That's making you, you know, making you react in a fight, flight, freeze, or shut down response. Um, those were the kinds of reactions that I was having in my relationship where just in a matter of moments, I would react 
And later my mind would be like, why did you do that again? You know, and, and that regret would settle in. And so um, when we involve the body, when we, when we actually access those nonverbal memories that are stored in the body and we move through them um, and we rewire the nervous system that way, then things start to change. Um, and we also, you know, everything, if we've been reacting a certain way, like in a certain nervous system response for so long, like if you have been freezing up in the face of conflict with your partner and past relationships for so long, your body, your physical body has also done that too. You know, maybe your shoulders go up, maybe you're like really tense or just guarded crossing your, your arms in front of you. It looks different for everybody. And so it, it was also really just freeing my body of those physical patterns as well. Because I mean, that's where behavior stems is from our body because behavior is action and action is movement. So if we move these different patterns as well, um, it's gonna it's gonna create change and shifts in the way that we connect with our partners way quicker and deeper than talking about it can for many, many people. Yeah, it's, it's really interesting how you describe it as like fragments in our body we all have triggers that we don't even realize so many of us don't realize what where they're coming from what they are we just boom we're right there and we don't even know why half the time and so i think just doing this body work however you do it i think the body is one of the wisest parts of us and we often function from our neck up. I talk about that a lot because I've done it. You know, it's, it's, it's safer up here from, from the neck up. And you forget that your body is part of the whole process. And, uh, but it's, it's interesting. I've never heard it described that way, that it's the memories are stored in the fragments of our body. Um, and that fight, flight, or freeze is also, it's a body function. It's not just in your brain. I was just watching Harville Hendricks' wife, um, forgot her name, Leslie Hendricks, something Hendricks. And um, she was talking, she does, she's also a dance therapist and was a dancer, I think. And she, she was talking in a coaching video that I watched just yesterday about embodiment and the that when we remember, uh, when we think about certain things, certain traumas, let's say we have a limiting belief and we remember it um, as people will reject me or you know I'm not worthy. And she showed how by making a face and using your body to show that emotion really is helpful because then you can show what it would feel like and look like if you didn't have that. So I'm curious, yeah. like, what's your, what's your technique? Like, if you could walk us kind of through it, because I'm still a little fuzzy about how this all works. Yeah, for sure. Um, so basically, in, in relationships, and well, I mean, we all are in relationships all the time, but in, in your relationship, there are, there are these triggers and these impulsive reactions, right? It's, you were saying, oh yeah, it's like, it's, it is happening throughout your whole body. It's happening throughout your whole 
survival system. I mean, that's why we're like, that's why we're alive is because our bodies and our nervous systems do know how to react and fight, flight, freeze and shut down to keep us safe. And when, when our bodies still believe that um, the trauma from the past is still happening today, um, even though our minds know, okay, my partner is nothing like my father, like my violent father was, we can, we can try to convince ourselves of that all day, but the reality is our survival system, which is so good, it takes over us in less than a second and we're, we're reacting the same way. And there's actually a part of our brain, the hippocampus, that helps us distinguish the past from the present. But when we are, when we're still holding on to trauma, it, it has less volume. It's basically smaller, um, and so that ability to distinguish is is much harder. So it's you know the way that that I work with my clients is that it's super important to rewire our nervous system from this immediate survival responses to one where we can stay present and connected and um, and actually be wired for love instead. So a part you, you're asking how you know how does that work? And so the, the first thing to know is that in order to rewire a nervous system, we have to be in a safe, we have to be safe. Otherwise, if we're not safe, we're just gonna go back into that you know, in those, uh, those survival responses, the higher functioning part of our brain that processes new information and learns new things is going to shut off anyway. And so it has to be done in a safe therapeutic relationship. And the way that my team and I work is that um, the first thing is we have, we help you connect to your body safely and gently, because like you said, Sandy, most of us are functioning from the neck up especially if we experienced old trauma, it's because, you know, the body, it's like, it's too scary to go into the body. That's where, that's where the trauma is stored. So, um, you know, impulsively, we're like, we can't go into the body. It's not safe. I'm going to, I'm going to stir up my trauma. I'm going to rip up old wounds if I even connect to my body. That's why so many are disconnected or we're on our phones. Uh, we're like scrolling endlessly in social media um, or we might overeat. And so there's all these ways where we disconnect from our bodies um, as a way to just be like, I do not want to feel this. And so once safety is established, um, it's, it's time to reconnect your body because if there's no way to heal trauma without being connected to your body, because that is where your body is stored. Uh, that is where your trauma is stored. And so it looks different for everybody, but it's basically a process of gently, safely connecting back into your body. Um, really simply, you know, what, sometimes when people hear dance movement therapy, they're like, oh, do I have to dance or um, do I have to do these complicated movements? And it's really not like that at all. It's like you have unique trauma stored in your body and the way that you need to express it and release it and move through it is unique to you as well. So we start off simple, connecting to your body in a safe and gentle way. And in inevitably, because you have trauma stored in there, it will stir that up a little bit. It will stir up these old memories. And that doesn't mean that, all right, now we're gonna, um, 
you know, spend an hour talking about these old wounds. It's, that's not necessary. It's just those sensations that we talked about become a little bit more apparent. And instead of um, having a, a reaction, a survival reaction or disconnecting, which is a survival response as well, what we do as dance movement therapists is we help you, like first we see the micro movements and the micro body signals that are happening um, as this old trauma is being stirred up. So it's telling us, okay, something's coming up, but before the client gets to a point of going back into those old responses, we help them stay present and connected um, in the relationship. So between me, between us and the clients, so that they learn, okay, my body is starting to feel this fear, but instead of lashing out, instead of fighting or running away or just totally freezing up like they do with their partners, we help them move through it. And it's, that is the process of rewiring. That's the process of expanding their window of tolerance so that even when they do feel a bit triggered, First of all, the trigger loses its charge over time as you rewire, and um, and they just don't, those things aren't triggers anymore, because it's like, yeah, okay, I feel that in my body, and it's, it's just not so scary anymore. It's like a lot of it is, is the mind telling us it's too scary to connect back in, um, or, or people have had lots of, um, you know, negative experiences. I was just talking to someone who said that, um, you know, she feels like the therapy that she's gotten over the last few years has been almost as, as difficult and challenging as the trauma itself. Um, now, I don't think that happens with, with, um, with everybody, but it certainly has been a lot of my clients' experiences where talking about it and um, rehashing those details and um, even things that have worked really well for other people have not worked for them. Um, so yeah, that's, that's a little bit more about the process and, um, and a little bit of, you know, there's that piece of rewiring your nervous system and then there's the piece of, okay, if I want to speak up and be more assertive in my relationship, people spend years talking about that, um, about how they want to change, or they might even go to couples therapy with their partners and, and might even practice like, okay, the next time this comes up, I'm going to say this differently to you, speaking to their partner. But then when the moment comes, right, they're reacting again, all of that plan goes out the window, they might have even have had a script. But when you do, when you change the behaviors in your body first, so assertive for someone, um, so one of my clients in my Let Love In program, this was a real issue for her where she just you know, she stayed quiet, she really wanted to keep the peace, but of course that was driving a huge wedge in their relationship to the point where she was like, maybe, maybe we should get a divorce. And once we started doing some more impacted movements, so like impactful, strong movements, so she might have um, walked a little with more, more weight on the ground, feeling her weight on the ground, um, pushing into a wall. We did a lot of that kind of stuff for her. She's like, wow, like I have not felt my power like this. Like I've never, I've never felt power like this. And 
it's just so much deeper than the mind of, you know, perhaps repeating an affirmation that's like, I am powerful. It's like, oh no, I can feel that in my body. And so the next time I want to speak up, I can tap back into that feeling. So instead of tapping back into a trauma, an old trauma feeling, an old trauma memory, that's a sensation in the body, they can tap into that powerful feeling instead. So to override all the talk, talks like talk therapy, just, you know, and I, I do find also that people get stuck. They, they don't feel that they really move forward enough. And it's not to put therapy down because it is very powerful for a lot of people, but being able to tap into the power of the body is fantastic. And I love this idea of your movement being more empowered, pushing into a wall. I actually use that when I was public speaking hmm. because I had so much fear that I, I remember reading up on like, how do I get this fear out of my body? How do I get this fear out? <clears throat> and some was through Amy Cuddy's um, TED talk on power poses, like going into the bathroom and putting my arms up like superhero and really feeling into my power. And then pushing into a wall was so helpful. And not only because it gave me power, but it also calmed my nerves because I had some place for the nerves to go. Mm. So I just love exercises like this. And so she was able to work through her marriage and speak up more. Yeah. She tapped into her power. Yeah. She started to speak up about things that she had been quiet about for a really long time. And of course, this is a bit of an adjustment for her husband as well. Like what? Who are you? (laughs) You have a voice. Um, But, you know, with that, and that's that's the cool thing about rewiring your nervous system is that um, there's this thing called co-regulation that as you regulate your nervous system and become this more calm, cool, collective person, the person that you're in relationships with will as well. And and that's the the beauty of co-regulation. Um, so at first, yeah, it's a bit dysregulating that she started to speak up, but then it, you know, they could actually connect and she was able to connect with him on a deeper level than she was able to in any of her previous relationships and it saved their marriage. Mm, that's wonderful. Yeah. It's a very uplifting story. So um, as we close, I would love to know if you have any final words of advice for anyone who wants to go on their last first date. Yeah. Um, well, it, you know, if you, if you know that you have trauma stored in your, you know, stored in you, maybe you don't even know it's stored in your body, but you, you feel it. You feel that there's the, the past is weighing down on you. Um, I would highly encourage you to, to get the support that you need to, to heal your trauma because it's always, it's always going to come into relationships until you heal it. Like if you're carrying it in your body, you're carrying it into your relationship. And if, you know, if you have tried uh, different types of therapies um, and it it hasn't shifted for you, um, I think going into the body is key and it doesn't have to take so long. It doesn't have to be so heavy or hard. Like the, the work that we do with our clients is, um, yeah, it's profound, but it's also enjoyable and playful and creative. And that's a big thing is like, um, there's a lot of, a lot of people who've experienced trauma who are like, I'm gonna, 
I'm going to work on myself first and then I'm going to find my love or then I'm going to have fun and having fun and playing and being creative is an essential part of healing. It's it, that helps rewire your nervous system and strengthen it in itself. Um, so I encourage you to, to definitely, um, not put off one for the other and, um, and yeah, do this work. I love that it's playful and fun. And I think we, we tend to forget about that in our lives too. I, I have done a wheel of life exercise with many of my clients and part of a healthy balanced life is play and fun. And so many people think that means we have to go on huge vacations and uh, do something really big to play and have recreation and fun. And it's, it's something we should build into our everyday life because that's, that brings us back to our bodies and back to the inner child that is the part that we have abandoned so long ago, so many of us. So I love it. Um, tell us how we can find you. And also, I know you have a free gift for us. So tell us about yes. that. Yeah, so I have a free gift for those of you who are listening. Um, it's my free training. It's called Wired for Love. And it's a three-part video training that helps you walk through the steps of what you need to do to access your trauma from your body, to rewire your nervous system, and create new, healthier behavior patterns so that you can have a healthy, lasting, loving relationship with your partner. And it also comes with a free downloadable workbook so that um, what you learn, you can really apply and begin to apply to your specific life, your personal trauma, and your relationship today. So uh, that's wiredforlovetherapy.com. So you can awesome. sign up there. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Arit, for sharing this important information for anyone out there who is holding on to trauma and can now see, hopefully, the power of doing this work. So thank you so much. Thank you for having me. Thank you. You're welcome. Uh, and thank everybody. Thank you for listening. And if you love our show, please rate and review us wherever you listen to podcasts. And we hope you go on your last first date very soon. Have a great day. Bye.